Well, it seems like the bear and Grace are on a journey of their own. Our party forges ahead as the pull of Ephraimics never ceases. It has led them to the edge of the fight district. What strange magics await inside? Let's find out here at McMalice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to remember the character of Uther Thorborn, who was tragically lost in an interdimensional toaster accident. Uh, I wasn't entirely paying attention to the details, but uh, we now stand over um, a pile of flowers. I have grown into the shape of a bear, um, eating, um, as per his last request, another bear. And we shall remember him fondly wherever he has gone. And I hope we get to make a new friend today, uh, this week in Dungeons and Dragons. The uh, interdimensional toaster accident is pretty aft for what did happen. <laughs> that was in character. I, 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 I never did a voice. I feel like Harrowhawk should have a voice, but... Oh, I play Harrowhawk. My name's Nick O'Malley. I play Harrowhawk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, he should have a voice. I tried doing like a California accent thing at first, but then I realized oh, yeah, I couldn't yeah, do yeah. that consistently. And then I gave Is that up. What that was? Yeah, no. It, like, in, in this moment, no. What I'm saying earlier, at, at the beginning, yeah. And then I gave up. Um, I think you could just do a voice. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate you if you just started doing a voice suddenly. You should just do it. Just go for I it. I remember when I was doing a campaign with Pat before. Um, I saw like three months in, my character started doing a voice, and then, uh, no, it was like deeper than that, because I was like a pretty high-level bard, and then like one of the characters was like, oh, uh, Pepper, are you talking different? And I said, no, I'm not, and I asked if I could roll a deception roll, and I rolled a nat 20, it was like a 31, <laughs> so just the deception roll good enough to change canon. Um, I'm Joe, and I play no longer Uther Thorborn. I play a character to be introduced soon. May he rest in fur. May he rest in thick, thick fur. The thickest fur. Under the many, many suns of his new home. Uh, I'm Patrick. I play Theodore Gleam. And he may, he's going to miss Uther because he's probably the most capable. <laughs> Just <laughs> you wait. <laughs> least, somehow the least ridiculous. <laughs> that is strangely true. I'm Aaron. I play Horace. Accurate. Ta-da! Where's that harmonica? harmonica. For that harmonica sting. <laughs> I have no I idea how loud that is. Yeah, that's fine. I th I thought it was fine. Joe, you got a whoopie pie over there? Maybe. Fucking <laughs> oh. Man. We got rave gloves. We've I... got whoopie pies. This this thing's got it all. I... I need something. It's been a long day. I am Mitch. I am the GM. He's too old I for this am shit. Everything else, and I am too old for this shit. Last time we did a little bit of a um, different session. Uh, we kind of went week to week kind of progress the timeline to about a month um 
we did three of the four things I sort of had prepared. The fourth thing will kind of weave into this session, as I said before. Um, so I'm not going to like announce this was the thing, but you'll probably get a sense of it as it comes up. Um, as a quick overview of the weeks we went through, uh, first week was the famous adventurers um, with the town being uh, or, or your group being the talk of Fulcrum and the Fakoa, the winged, feathered monkey people, um, coming in from the other world, this massive uh, door that's ripped open on the lake um, that has stayed open, has remained open uh, since you traveled there and back. Um, and they bring uh, a lot of... Oh, water. I just... Uh, sorry, I just remembered where last session left off, and I'm I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> the uh they bring a lot of wealth they they trade in gems and uh very rare um if not just totally uh totally new spell reagents um so like the, there's a lot of money um coming and going with the Fakoa ships through the door they go back to their world um and to Fulcrum to trade um they also eventually brought and the uh the week two is new arrivals um they brought these beings called the vmot um to fulcrum which are these big black stone obelisks um that are sentient and they have just kind of floated around they just like sh they were just on the fakoa ships and then they kind of you know departed when the fakoa ships arrived i think we didn't really go over it last time but they're it, there were definitely some like um some issues with that like with the the local guards and politicians of fulcrum as it were but um they just i don't think that they like caught it in time and these things were just kind of all over the place before anybody could stop them from being all over the place and they're not like at every street corner but there are enough of them that you see them daily um then uh, week three was the old dragon stakes his claim varox has made claim to fulcrum as part of his horde um, because of the the new wealth that is pouring in from the uh, fakoa's world uh by the way the fakoa's world is called rasa major r-a-s-s-a -S -S -A major which I think I mentioned last time. Like, I wrote that down. I took notes. I did it. I did it, everyone. We did it. Um. So, Verox uh, has has made note of the new newfound wealth of Fulcrum and has just decided, oh well, that's mine. Um. Which obviously nobody agrees with. Verox himself has not made an appearance to stake this claim, but has sent agents of his in in the form of like, um your kind of run-of-the-mill monstrous races, gnolls, bugbears, um, goblins, orcs, that sort of thing. A horde of fairy dragons. A horde of fairy dragons. And these are just like sort of like roving gangs um, that kind of do their do normal stuff in, in the city, as you would expect any um, sentient race to do. But also they just like cause a lot of trouble and kind of posture in a way that's like, oh, well, we... We run this place, but that's um, effectively untrue, and so they have a lot of clashes with the guards and anybody who's willing to, to fight them. Um, specifically for the characters, um, Harold, you got some uh, super drugs 
um, for a special kind of blade song that I'm sure we'll be implementing. Um, oh, I'm definitely going to wait so just so long before using that. <laughs> it's never. I'm honestly just going to forget about it. So you have a special uh, type of magic mushroom to give you a chaotic blade song. You have what have we said? You have four uses, but on that fourth use and every subsequent use, you'll roll one d four. Is that what I said? All right, I got to double check. Uh, I thought I. Where I, I think you just said roll. Okay, yeah. Well, so yeah, be, you hadn't defined it at the time. Yeah, what I have in my notes is roll one d four. So you'll have four uses. You'll get it. Every, you'll get the chaotic blade song every time you use it for those four times. On that fourth one, you roll one d four. If you roll a one, you've run out, but you still use it that one time. That's your last use. Mm-hmm. But if you roll anything else, you still have more, and that continues on. And if you if you get a chance to restock, um. Basically, what I'll do is I'll up the value of that die. Ooh. Um, so that you just... It's its a mechanic from um, the Cypher system. It's called the, a depletion roll. It's basically like when you use a, a magic item, essentially, in the Cypher system, instead of it just having it be a one-shot or a permanent, you have these depletion rolls. And so they can be like a one in a d100 so you basically have a permanent item but if you do roll a one it is broken it goes off the last time and then it is broken so i'm using that kind of mechanic okay uh there's also the piece we we you and i know the the mechanics we don't have to go too deep into it but basically you'll be building up uh these wild magic sparks when you're in the chaotic blade song when you miss on a melee attack during one of those, it'll trigger some wild magic, and I'll draw from this cool deck over here. Um, and when you successfully hit and uh, use spells, you um, will be bu- building up to a, a massive chaotic magic explosion. Put that in quotes. Um, and that value um, is going to be uh, that's why I asked you what your your maximum damage for your highest damage spell is. The damage is going to be forty eight. And I know what that coin does. Yes, and you had you now you basically you had the coin before, but now you really have it because you know what it does. Um, and that's pretty terrifying as well. Now we're saying objects on that. Yes, not creatures or people. Right. But but like anything else, uh, I'm pretty much cool with. What about like, like someone's shoes? Yes, someone's shoes, absolutely. Um, someone's house, less so, unless it's like really perfect, like well kept up. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> it works in the moment. I don't know what necessarily that means. We'd have to know in that in that moment is what I mean. Okay. So that is effectively what happened, and then so also Arrowhawk, you were looking to get new magical tattoos uh, applied to your body to do some fancy new magical tricks. Um, and you eventually got, your contact eventually came back to you. And so they had somebody who would do these, um, someone by the name of Irina, who lives or works out of... Uh, five, the Fight District! 571 Blade Alley, which is in the Fight District, Yes. And so that is uh, the place that you guys are headed, um, whether it be like a day later or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, but 
uh, you kind of gather everybody together, that is Theo and Horace, um, to make your way to the fight district for these tattoos. Do we have like one more of those, uh, what is it, days, weeks, whatever? Yes, yeah, yeah, but that's just kind of going to unfold as you guys go along in this session. I'm not going to put it as a separate, separate set piece. Oh, okay. So what are you guys doing? You guys are basically headed toward the fight district if there's anything you want to do on the way. I want to start collecting like little pebbles, like small little things that I could use with my whatever the hell spell I picked up. Magic stone? Uh, yes. Magic stone. So I'm just going to keep like a pocket full of pebbles as I see them. Okay, cool. Um, so on your way um, to the fight district, I think you're you're effectively right outside of it, uh, like another street over, and you're you're in the first thing. Uh, like a, this this new poster kind of catches your eye. This big, um, like three foot tall um, thing, and at the top it just says "Proclamation," um, and it details um, a uh, an announcement by the Church of the Divine Aspect that the uh the divine aspect itself the thing that they are that they worship essentially will be arriving in fulcrum within the next few days and that everybody should prepare themselves um to be not just wowed by this but you know submit themselves to it because it is it, in in effect their god and like in seeing this poster you see another one like down the way and another and another. You see, like these things are just being plastered everywhere. Like, Uther would have torn these down. <laughs> I was just, thinking, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> so, are we in the fight district yet? Just about. It's across the street, essentially. I'm gonna but cast. These are, these are outside of the the fight district. So, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor. Okay. This thing lasts for eight hours. Yes. Yeah. That's nuts. I cast normal armor and I put on my armor. <laughs> no, cast normal armor. So that gives you plus one AC, right, Horus? Instead of f- 15, you're at 16. Excellent. So you guys see see this thing. Um, Theodore. It's me. Um, give me... Um, actually, I don't even know if you... Yeah, yeah give me a perception roll. Super good. It's like 12. 12? 12. That's a bad roll. You got a bad roll. <laughs> you have a good perception. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so you... Um, what do I want to say here? You... You notice something weird about this poster for a moment, but you inevitably, inevitably dismiss it because it doesn't... There's nothing like when you look again and like stare at it there's nothing different about it cool cool it's just a poster guys <laughs> what what does it say again it's a proclamation saying that the divine aspect itself will be arriving in fulcrum within a few days basically the thing that the church of the divine aspect worships oh i had taken it as the church it's a that thing okay Fantasy Jesus, where all your dreams come true. 
<laughs> Fantasy Jesus. The McElroys will be filing a legal action uh, within minutes, I assume. <laughs> within minutes. Uh, okay. So uh, across the street is the, the basically across the street, like you just pick any side street or alley and you're going to be into the fight district. You also see um, just along the edge uh, of the fight district is uh, Yasmin, and she is pointedly waving Horace over to her. Just, just go around. Just go around. Find her. Horace, I believe she is waving at you. See? 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 I can do the, I can do the Uther. I can do the Uther. <laughs> that was the Uther? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> The woman is waving. Why is waving your, your direction? Arrowhawk's new character voice is just t- pretending to be Uther. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to fill the void. Uh, we have we we have mer- bear merch to sell. We are barely making ends meet as it is. <laughs> oh my God. lord! Uh, God. Should we call you Newther now? Nice. Nice. We're doing it. We're doing it. Newther <laughs> Newborn. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is she? I go over to her. She's just like a, across the street. She kind of came out, like stepped out of the shadows somewhere and is now waving you over. In the fight district? Uh, just on the edge. She's not quite in the fight district. Everything's just on the edge. <laughs> uh, I uh, go over to her. Is it the- Theodore and uh, Harrowhawk? Are you guys. Uh, also following, or are you staying out of it? Uh, you want it, Hor- Horace? Yes, no, yes. You're- I'm like walking next to him, trying to convince him. Maybe like, there's all these other ways we can go. Maybe like that way down this. Maybe okay. You're, you're still walking. I just hold up <laughs> one finger, like like wait a minute, and then walk away from you guys. All right, he's he's walking. Yeah, he's walking. I guess we just let him walk. Okay. Um. So Yasmin. Um smiles as you approach she says she's smiling is that good <laughs> she says i hear you've been doing good work and down my head she says well i've got another job for you seeing as you are crazy enough to go into the fight district and she like rustles in uh like a, a side pocket for a, pe- uh, a piece of paper pulls it out and then she just kind of like hands it over to you like snap like kind of snaps it at you um, she says, there's a uh, man in there, wears a strange sort of magical patchwork armor. Not sure what his deal is, but the Court of Lilac wants to talk to him. She says, friendly talk, because apparently he has some skill in the things that we need him to do. So I, I hold up the paper and I shrug, like, what is this? She looks at it, she like goes, oh, 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 um, and she um, like takes it back from you and reaches back in her pocket, uh, pulls out half a lemon and rubs it on the paper, and it reveals like a uh, very rough portrait of what this this gentleman looks like. Man, she's so sneaky. <laughs> she says, once you find him, tell him the court of Lilac is looking for him. She says, if he's not... Uh, cordial to that idea. Maybe get on his good side. She says, any questions? You said patchwork armor, right? Yes. A patchwork magical armor is what she said. Uh, I, I put up the okay symbol and then like reach in for a hug. 
<laughs> she like dips under one arm um but like slides so it's, it's like she goes to the right dips under one arm to avoid the hug but like kind of slides her left hand across your chest and then like pats you on the head as she walks away i feel like that that should have at least been a dex check <laughs> <laughs> see how quick he, does a, he goes in for the hug yeah that would be an aggressive hug i don't know how quickly he's going in <laughs> I meant for it to be kind of slow and intimate, you know? Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So Horace and, or no, I'm sorry, Theodore and Harehawk, you see uh, that Yasmin is leaving. She is not going, she's going away from the fight district. Um, but you guys are well within Bye, your Bye, Yasmin! <laughs> she does not respond. Nor Just turn. checks out! <laughs> um, you are well within your power to enter the fight district if you wish. I enter the fight district. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shouldn't we, uh, I don't know. Shouldn't we just, uh. Yes, we should begin fighting immediately. No, uh, no, no. Our... <laughs> <laughs> we need to blend in. Fight casually. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Watch. <laughs> Can I try and punch? Punch what? Punch Theo. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that is a uh, that's a nine minus one to eight. <laughs> Just wild. Ah! Yeah, no. <laughs> Just going for it right away. This is casual. <laughs> I do. I try to do like a like a like a. Uh, Chuck Norris like roundhouse kick, and just like I start way too far back. I'm like, oh shit! Gotta go further. Just don't reach him. What's your wisdom? Is that is it? Is it I? Uh, <laughs> let's <it> see. I? <laughs> I'm gonna cast resistance on you. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that a saving? To, yeah, D4 to a saving throw within the next minute. Okay. Yeah. My my wis well. Oh, saving throw. I have plus zero to wisdom, but I am proficient, so I have plus three in saving throws. Um, yeah, why don't you roll a dexterity saving throw? Oh yeah, I would. You know, I would love to. This is gonna be great, and nothing, nothing bad ever happens in the fight district. That's an eighteen. There you go. So you stumble backwards, um, like further into the fight district. You manage to catch yourself on the wall of a building, like without too much, like um, clatter and crashing, um. But as soon as you step into that that zone, like fully into the fight district proper, um, the zone. Why don't you roll an Arcana for me, Harold? I that that is another thing I would love to do, because I miss rolling dice. And you know what? Maybe rolling dice isn't a great thing that we should do all the time. <laughs> it's a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> oh. Um, I would say that you feel it because because all of you do. So I, I assume um, Horace and Theodore, you're also stepping in to the yeah. district. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you feel in your feet um, a sort of vibration, like very mild vibration, um, something that uh, sort of sort of like if your feet were asleep and coming out of it, you'd feel this way, um, like a dullness to your steps. Um, both uh, Horace and Theodore, you can roll Arcana as well. 21? 7. 
<laughs> so, so uh, Horace, you um, obviously there's something magical going on with the ground here, and I think with a little bit of investigation, you can tell that there's something that happens when things touch the ground, and you can feel it in your feet just by by walking around. It isn't necessarily affecting your feet proper, but you know it is affecting your shoes. And you think that that's probably important for some reason. And that anything that you put on the ground in this place will be affected. And you don't know if you want to do that or not. And at this spot, like you're right on the edge of the fight district at this point, like you're just inside, you don't see anything that would indicate what that is or like if they like anything like you don't see anything else on the ground of significance right now but you know putting stuff on the ground has some weight and you may want to figure out what that is before you put anything on the ground so i've taken a couple steps right mm-hmm. so do i feel it as i lift my foot up or is it only when it's on the ground it's when it's on the ground like if you lift your foot up about six inches off the ground you don't feel it anymore okay so you guys have the address what are you guys doing i Try try to find the address. Yeah. So as you, you walk, I nah, let us good. walk into the fight district. Do you know where you're going? Can you navigate? Um. Yes. Let us go into the fight district to this address that I point to. <laughs> and and you know where that is? Lead the way. <laughs> I lead the way. I know, of course I know. It is right where these numbers and letters say it is. <laughs> are you um, leading them leading them properly, or are you doing, going somewhere I'm trying else? to get someone yeah. else who can read the address to lead the way. I, I read the address. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I read yeah. the ad- no, I take it from him, and I start leading. You're retconning okay. a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, uh, you you start leading the way, Theo. As all of you uh, get deeper into the fight district, you realize there aren't many. There's nobody out here, um, and it's it's a very ghost townish, which is like a com- the complete opposite of how the rest of Fulcrum is. Fulcrum is a very sort of bustling city. No matter where you are, there's always people doing stuff uh, of some kind. Um, but in the fight district, it seems like everybody stays home, or there's no one here. It's hard, it's hard to tell which. And as you get deeper, you start to see, at first, there are a number of gold pieces on the ground, and then just various items, uh, weapons and pieces of clothing, little trinkets, like rings and amulets and things like that, are just kind of strewn about. Trap? It's a trap? 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 It's a trap? Trap? I think it's a trap. It looks like a trap. Is it a trap? Trap. I ignore these things. Press on. I, I fall because I have. I will be lost without him. Are there like piles of things? Yeah, yeah. They're just, like as you go go further and further, there just seem to be little piles of stuff here and there. Are, are, I mean, are they like in groups or are they just kind of like scattered or all across the ground? Both. There's some that are just like little grouped, a uh, little group pile of stuff, and then there's just like, like a, a few swords just like laying about everywhere. 
and you see like down down the way a bit and off to the side you see um a table like a like a plain wooden table with a like colorful magical sign above it very clearly magical that says table of safety Ooh, how big is this like a like a child's desk no, no, it's. I would say it's like a. I guess. I guess yeah. I mean, that's not not a her. It's like a, a you know, the, the, something you would just like put a display on. Maybe something that can hold a couple of displays, but just a, a table sitting on the on the side of the side of the road, basically. Can I try to destroy it with my coin? Um. Yes. I mean, you can absolutely try to destroy it with your coin. So you just if you if you flip the coin and name the table, the table should be destroyed. Okay. Do I have to say it out loud, or do I just like point at it or something? No, you would you would just you would make a note of what you want to destroy in your head as you flip the coin. Basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What kind of die do you usually use for two sides? Oh, it, does, it 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 doesn't actually matter. Um, you don't need need to get a certain result on the coin. You just flip it. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I do that. Do you do that? The table, like, as you you guys kind of approach the table, and the uh, table speaks just as you flip the coin, Horus. It says, leave your items here. And then it splits in two, and then you hear, and it falls into two pieces onto the ground um and uh Harrowhawk, your backpack splits open at the bottom oh! and your stuff starts pouring out ah my stuff so <laughs> um, all my mushrooms and bottles <laughs> okay so first of all i would like to know what what is your your the one thing that you you want to save above all uh, my new drugs, because um, I don't know what happens if those hit the ground. Okay, so you, you like are you very quickly snatch the new drugs. Drugs are important <laughs> from before they hit the ground, and then if you would give me a, a sleight of hand roll, I would love to do that. Nine. Wow, someone's rolling not right. well. Use different dice. So yeah. from dice jail. Actually, if you it's dark in here, I can't. Miracle, I can see those numbers. So from your um, equipment, choose four things that do not fall. Four things that do not. Ooh, I don't, I, um, from my bag? Yep. Okay. Um, so, like, my equipped stuff wouldn't be on there. Right. Um, but are you, so, actually, that's a question. Are you... Well, no, because you still have that on. A uh, spell book, which is technically my tattoos. Um, bed. I don't need a bedroll. Wait. Rope. So this thing, this table I, thing, mm -hmm. was not alive because I could destroy it, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was speaking a magical message. Gotcha. That you heard half of. Um, I guess just like my adventures kit. Uh, water skin stuff like that. Lose all, lose all my incidentals. Okay. Like, I I could probably even save that, but yeah, I just lose all my like my adventure stuff. Okay, so that stuff 
balls like clatters to the ground. My Tinder um, box. In a in a in 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 a very strange way, when it hits the ground, you feel like everything that hit the ground should should maybe have gotten another bounce. You know what I mean? But it kind of stops suddenly on the ground. It kind of almost sticks there. But like, if you if you venture to try, you could like kick it around and move it. But it's it's very um. It's stuck. It's not stuck, but it but it seems like it's just there now. Uh, you you all see a book uh, titled uh, "Reading for Dummies" or "Hooked on <laughs> Hooked on Fantasy Phonics." <laughs> I, I, just, I start kicking it around. <laughs> you hear somebody um, from the, a window above you, um, like a window opens, and they shout, "Hey, what are you doing?" Hey. Um, struggling. Don't. Don't, don't engage. Don't engage with anybody. Let's keep going. Does, hey, you better leave that stuff on the ground. I'll leave you, you on the ground. I, I, I pull Harrowhawk. I drag him out. He's so strong. <laughs> so you guys continue on your way. The, the, table, the table, when the table broke, the sign faded away as well. Did you hear that? I told him I'd leave him on the ground. Very impressive. <laughs> He was so scared, he, did, he couldn't even come out of his house. This is exactly how I saw it as well. Um, so you, like, turn a corner, and you see, so your, your destination, Theo, is down this, this side street, um, and on the right, there doesn't seem to be any signage or anything in particular, but you know, like, you can count the numbers, the numbers on the houses, um, so you know that the, the, your destination is right down there. But further down the road, there in the side road, you see a cloaked figure who is, uh, looks like they're having a very uh, hurried and hushed conversation with a V-Mot that is floating down on that end of the street. A what? The floating stone obelisk, the black stone obelisk. Oh, yes. How do they communicate? Just somewhere. They don't. They can speak the speak. Um, as far as people like, I think people have heard it very, 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 very rarely, but they generally do not speak to people. I feel like they would like inscribe it on their torsos, like glowing yellow, like letters. Yeah, I like that. So, like, if they're if they were going to speak, it would just like it's this it's this completely black stone obelisk, and then if it speaks, it slowly writes. But I just realized that means that Harrowhawk could not communicate with it at all. So maybe not. <laughs> I mean, that's not my problem. That's not anybody's it's problem. It's glowing to me. I think it wants to fight me. That's not anybody's problem but Harrowhawks. But it like slowly writes in like yellow, you know, characters up one side and down the other. And it kind of goes in a, in uh, like a triangular pattern around the edge of one face of it. Yeah, I, I think that that is awesome. So that's what's happening. I think you are seeing a cloaked figure um, who is clearly speaking aloud to the Vmot, and you can see you can't see what's being written from this distance, um, but you see that the the yellow characters are like this thing is communicating with the cloaked figure. So what do you do? Have you guys seen that movie Arrival? Yes, yes. That's maybe that's the right? or how they're communicating. Well, yeah, yeah, in a, in a way, but I think the the, the characters are known to you. Um, these are these are characters in the speak. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, well, not known to everybody except for Harrowhawk. Yeah, because he can't read. Right, right. 
I did not see this movie. Is that any good? Yes, you should watch yeah. the movie. I have not seen this movie and and cannot read this thing, but I think I know what you're talking about. That's a cool movie. You should watch that movie. So what, what? are you guys doing? I don't know. Can I read? Can I we like eavesdrop on what the thing's saying? Not from this distance. We'll just keep on walking in. So you um start walking forward, and the characters are partially obscured by the uh, cloaked figure but the vima is much larger they're not like these things aren't huge huge but they are like six to seven foot tall stone obelisks that float uh, about a foot off the ground so they they stand pretty tall and um you start to make out what is being said the first section of writing um says uh the storm anchor cannot be tamed with mere circus tricks and then this as as it writes as you're looking at it and approaching it says you have company and the cloaked figure like turns like half turns their head to look at you um let's get perception rolls from everyone should i make my own disadvantage because i have no idea what's going on yeah oh boy That's i a... think i've been rolling a d6 all night Maybe. <laughs> 11. Well, I rolled a 4, uh, but the good news is is I also rolled a 2. <laughs> 2? Uh, Horace, what's your perception? 9. Um, so all of you see this figure like, sort of half turn and then just run down the street. And the characters on the uh, Vima just slowly fade away so that the, the surface is all black again. But it does, the Savimot does not move; it just sits there. Um, but the clo- the cloaked figure just tears off down another side street away from you. What do you do? Uh, the the quest is in the building, right? Yes. How big does this guy look? A li- like an average height, I guess. A little like probably in the five five range, five six. But do you do you can't really tell anything else about that person? They just sort of cloak. They're clearly hiding their identity. I mean, maybe we just go, like, go to the house, I guess. Because if he was the quest, he would have stuck around. I think that's how it works. Is this a quest quest? I think, I guess it depends on your definition of that thing. I think that Theo is correct in that the way people address things like this is if you are given like a sort of direct line, direct task, um, it's very often just considered a quest and part of the whole sort of ephronamic fold, as it were. All right, yeah. Guess go to the house or building. Yeah, let's look inside. I bow. I guess, what do you do? Bow to these things? These stupid obelisks? Oh, you can totally ignore them. They don't... (laughs) They don't seem to need any specific. I give, I give him a polite nod. And go Is he trying to fight me? No. <laughs> I kiss my fingers and then touch it. It does not respond. I walk past. So you guys go to five seventy five seventy one Blade Alley. Of note, you are on Blade Alley right now. Is it a business? What kind? Of, what's it look like on the outside? You do, it does not look like a business. It doesn't have a sign or anything identifying it as such. It's just a door labeled 571. Uh, give, it a little, give it a little knock. Are you um, saying that or are you doing that? Uh, give it a little knock. 
Um, you hear a, a, a voice from inside. It says, it's open. And I open the door. Finally, someone who speaks my language and says and writes it. <laughs> so you walk inside and you see just a, a sort of open room to one side. Um, to the left side of the room, there is like a bar, basically, but not like a, it's not like a tavern situation. It's just like a, a bar built into this this side of the room it looks to be any number like a wide array of tools and um implements that you're not entirely familiar with um harrowhawk you are pretty familiar with most of them they obviously things that you you'd use to tattoo yourself or others and uh there's a woman sitting there there's a chair uh there's a chair and a cot like in the center of the room. Oh, they have sparrow venom. Oh, that stuff's really good for the deep blacks and purples. <laughs> she's just sitting on the chair. She looks like she's cleaning some one of these implements there. And she like glances up and she says, Who's getting inked? Um, Harrowhawk just rips his shirt off. <laughs> <It's> me. <laughs> so she like she sees you do that and like you then she sees like your existing magical tattoos and she isn't she isn't like surprised by it per se but she's obviously interested but is like remaining like have, keeping this like still cool, has Aubrey Plaza face going yeah this cool persona um she gets up and she kind of walks around you like studying what you've got you can feel like uh fingertip on your Ooh. back trace something just hmm nice work Where'd you get it done? Uh, there, um, oh, uh, this is to Mitch. So, um, I was kind of, so I already have it down. I forgot exactly how it worked out that it had, like, two things that were in, like, the official, like, tattoo stuff about, like, I got the Eldritch Claw and the Coil and Grass stuff. I already have that written down. Mm -hmm. the, is that, like, normal tattoo people stuff that I could have already gotten down? Well, I was thinking that that's what you were getting, like okay. you were going to like cement in with with this. Fantastic. Character. Yes. So, um, I, I'll explain that. Oh, you know, a lot of self-made. You know, um, you know, the, the tribe's big on like very like farmed, far, armed to table uh, tattoos. You know. Really, just homegrown stuff. So, well, uncles and cousins taught me, and then I did. I've been doing some myself lately. Like this one, my calf. This is a good one. Uh, this this one is a uh, levitate the right in the palms of my feet. Very very tickly tattoo, but it works. This is my misty step one. I got I got wings on my shoulders for fly. Uh, that one I I need a mirror. She <laughs> she just like nods, like slight eyebrow raise. Just... Very cool. Very cool. So, so what are we doing today? And she looks to the other two, Horace and Theodore. She says, are you guys going to get anything done? Are you going to wait around? I guess we're waiting around. She gives a quick glance over everybody. And like, you, it's like she just, she forgot something. And then she like looks over all of you. She says, you guys didn't pick anything up out there, did you? I dropped some stuff. And you left it? Yeah. She nods like the like slight like internal sigh of relief. She says, Good. She says, Are you guys new 
I move pretty much everywhere. <laughs> she gestures uh, to the cot for you um, to lay down, Arrowhawk. I lie down on the cot. And she's like talking while she works, um, like getting everything prepped up. Uh, she says, there's a... I'm guessing that you know there's something that lives here, has claimed this space. Um, well, that thing also claims anything that hits the ground. So don't drop anything. And Wait, don't... so is this the whole city or just a fight district? Just the fight district. Okay. And this is Verox? This is Verox. No, 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 no. Something else. Oh, great. A new thing. She says, she says mostly people just call it dual. Oof. Immediately, just things are twitching. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, it's so god. Holy shit. God. God, it's just called dual. <laughs> so she says, yeah. So, you know, Lee, you might see something that you like out there. I recommend you leave it where it lies. So, you uh, explain to her the tattoos that you want. She's yeah, got... this is part of Harrowhawk's process of slowly just eliminating the need for weapons and just fighting with tattoos. Which is awesome. Um, so, I got Coiling Grasp, I'll get uh, Eldritch Claws, and I can start working in the Shadow Blade spell. Excellent. Which just lets me summon a Shadow Sword that does 2d8 damage. As a weapon. That's awesome. So she just goes about um, doing this. Um, it takes uh, a good amount of time, uh, at least a couple of hours. Um, so you guys kind of wait around while that's happening. I think about my boots. I wonder if those count. But I'm too afraid to bring it out. Does Duel own my boots since they touch the ground? <laughs> so no, she's, so she asked, you asked her that, and she... No, 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 okay. I don't. I don't, don't ask. Okay. I, I, I stew in my worry. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Is, uh, is it noticeable? I think so. <laughs> it's I like you're it's... slowly sweating and just looking down at your feet back and forth. Are we just like sitting on a bench to the side yeah. of the room or something? Basically, can I, yeah. can I elbow him? Huh? Dude. What? I point down at your boots. Yes. And then I kind of gesture over to her. Okay. You want me to give you want me to give her my boots? <laughs> she says she says, "What's what's going on over there?" Nothing. <laughs> she says, "Are they doing a bit without me?" <laughs> she says, "You uh wondering if Duel wants your boots?" No. I want your boots. She kind of like chuckles to herself a little bit as she continues her work, but she says, uh, if he did, you'd already know. Is that do I should I feel better? So he doesn't have a foot thing. She shrugs. I would take notes on that if I knew how to. Well, he doesn't have a shoe thing, but maybe he has a foot thing. Maybe he's afraid of feet. Foot phobia. Foot phobia. Can I uh, write down uh, what happens if something living touches the ground and and show it to her? She says, oh, yeah. Best not to test it. Oh, man. Good thing I succeeded on my deck save earlier. Mm, it is. It is. <laughs> it is actually pretty good. 
she says, uh, lots of stories. We are never really sure which one's true or untrue, but you basically just don't want to drop anything on the ground here. And if you do, leave it there. So I erase my slate and I write beaker and I show it to Harrock. Um, you know, um, not right now. I'm doing the tattoo. Can I, can I, uh, like open the door? (laughs) I'm just going to roll deception and see how well that was. Uh, Oh, fuck. Yeah, whatever you wrote there, we can, I definitely write it and we can discuss it later. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It's a natural one on deception. Oh my god. Uh, did you switch dice? <laughs> yes! Wait. This is my duck dice! So wait, uh, so I... Wait, uh, Theodore's the only one that knows, right? Do I know? I oh, don't know. Yeah, maybe, I, I guess I suspect that he can't read. Okay, but I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> can, <laughs> can I... Uh, we're just we're just in the, like, the first floor, right? So if, like I open yes. the door, it's just the out the, the, the street, right? Yeah. Can I cast Mage Hand and then have the Mage Hand just touch the ground? Are you doing this from inside the house? Uh, I'm going to open the door and stand at the doorway. Yeah, so when you do that, you open the door and you start to do some shit like facing outward. Irina yells out. She says, hey, don't do any of that bullshit while you're in here. She says, you want to do something stupid? Step outside. Oh, I I will do it after I step outside. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I, I step outside. None of you have to do anything stupid. <laughs> so you do yeah. that. I you close the door behind me. You cast Mage Hand, and you just have the Mage Hand touch the ground. Yeah. It immediately dissipates. Oh. Can I? Ca- I I'll cast it again. Roll, roll Arcana, At, with with advantage after that experiment. Twenty one. Uh, you would surmise that there is some manner. Like, it's not the full extent of whatever magic is going on with the ground here, but there's also some manner of, like, anti-magic field. So any... what When you look out at all the stuff on the ground, there might be a lot of it that is magical, but you wouldn't know when it's on the ground. Hmm, I see. I'm gonna cast Mage Hand again, and then just give it a high five. The ground? No, give the oh, hand a high five. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Very good. And then walk back in. Uh, Irina said when you walk back inside, uh, Irina just says uh, to herself mostly, oh, look, he still lives. I use the mage hand to slam the door behind me. Hey, don't. Hey, she's doing a tattoo. Don't, like, no sudden noises. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a, a, a magic tattoo go bad? <laughs> I know I haven't because I'm still alive. What if it does go bad? Well, it just like yeah. has some weird. Oh, what, effect. I don't know what happens when magic goes bad. Only great things. Only good things. Entertaining things. <laughs> so uh, everything continues to have t- tattoo. I feel like it's gonna be like the quill thing where I have to change one letter of the tattoo. <laughs> it's like instead of grasping boil, has to be like grasping boil. Instead of grasping coil, it'll be grasping boil. Oh, that quill is gone, right? Yeah, it's gone. Uther, yeah. Uther has it. Uther has it. Um, so you finish up the tattoo, and uh, yeah, that's it. Like you finish the tattoo. I think she is 
looking for some manner of payment. I mean, I can. It's got. To, it's probably a lot, right? It's a very specialized. Oh, um, they were like uh, these are magic items in the book. So I was doing like magic oh, item prices. Yeah, that's what I was looking. So it, yeah, I just get. Um, already I already. Uh, yeah, I already marked that okay. off my character sheet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fine then. Okay, that's fine. I thought you. Yeah, I thought you might have. I didn't know if it had a specific thing. So yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. So you spend the money, you pay her. Um, she is, like, once she's done, it's like you guys aren't aren't really there. She's just like going into ignore mode, clean up mode. Um, your arm's a little bit sore, uh, as it is with with a, uh, magical tattoo. I think that you know, uh, she doesn't mention it to you because you have so many of them, but you know, Harrowhawk, that if you use this today, right now, probably not a good idea. Yeah. But you can. So you step outside uh, into the, the back into the fight district and across the street, directly across from Irina's door, is another table um, with the sign that says, Table of Safety. And then, but you are close enough this time that the, it speaks aloud to you. Leave your items here to keep them safe. I don't trust this table. I don't trust any table that talks. I don't trust tables that talk over tables that have words. Words lie to me all the time because I can. Well, I mean, this one isn't them. talking. I can read the words, and I definitely know what they mean. But sometimes I get confused, and they lie. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it talks with yeah. The words are the. Is there anything on this table? No. Can I push it over? Yes. Drop violence on this table. All right. I just kind of push it to tip it over. Yep. I just you just push it and it falls over. Kind of puffs up a little dust from the ground. Um, and you see like the 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 message, like the magical message that was on the like kind of floating above the table, sort of tips with it. And as soon as the table hits the ground, that magical message winks out and you and like the table is about to say as you like touched it it was about to say leave your items here it's that that whole phrase again but then as, it, as soon as it hits the ground that just stops like cuts short can i try to lift it back up with, but without having it leave the ground what do you mean what does that mean <laughs> like the table's got like four legs right yeah. and it's laying on its side so two of them are in the air i want to keep two on the ground and just kind of tilt it back up i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, you do, you can do that. All right, I do that. Yeah, and you're like when you set it back up, it doesn't um, <clears throat> immediately like kick back on uh, with its like sign and stuff, but that stuff sort of like fades back in slowly. Oh. And then it says, "Leave your items here. Keep them safe." Um, and then you, as you guys are like looking at this table and like fucking around with this table, um, that cloaked figure just like is bolting around the corner like coming back from the corner you saw them run around last like a few hours ago and they like hurriedly run and like just like they're like looking like glancing behind them the vmod that was down the street is gone and this person like runs just headlong into you horace well actually i guess you see them coming from uh, a distance are you trying to get out of the way trying to stop them or nothing it, uh it's just one guy mm -hmm. Yeah, the same person you saw before, you think, the the cloaked figure. How far away is it? Just, like, do I have to react really quick? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, bolting down this street. You have uh, time, but, like, they're going to be right up in your grill in, in moments. Can I cast a uh, message and point to him and say, 
what is the Court of Lilac? Mm-hmm. I'm going to whisper, the Court of Lilac is looking for you. Um, this person, like, pulls up. They stop short and, like, stumble uh, to a halt. And then they, like, you can see them, like, whip their, their face toward you and, like, suddenly take in their surroundings. Um, and you see that it is Blossom. And he says, what? What? Are they the ones that are trying to kill me? Can we see him now? Like, is he? Yeah. Yeah, you see it. It's, it's, it is Blossom. Does it look like he's wearing patchwork armor? No, no. He's like the the he the hood is thrown back. Like the cloak, you could see it's it's Blossom. He's wearing his normal Blossom stuff, but he's he was trying to obscure himself with this cloak. But you have like shocked him out of whatever he was doing just moments ago, and then he says, "Oh no, no, no! There's I saw something. I saw something. There's something. Somebody here. Oh man, I I, I somebody's after me." You guys gotta help me. What are you doing the fight district, Blossom? He's he like runs up to you, Harrowhawk, and he looks sort of like Hi you. Welcome to my personal space. How can I help you? Like grabs the front of your uh your armor and he's like he's like, You gotta help me, man. I'm hiding in the fight district, hiding, and there's something here. Something not just the the normal something. I know I know the rules, but there's something else. Hiding. It's wait, but wait, wait. So you, there was something, and you ran from it to the fight district. So is the thing you're running from from outside and came in, or is there an additional thing? He shakes his head. He's just like just shaking his head as you're speaking the whole time. He's like, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I go home. I go home. Right. I've been away. I've been doing. You know. I've been doing my thing, and I I went away. I have I no home. idea what that means, though. Your thing. <laughs> He's like, don't don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Listen, listen, listen. I go home, and somebody, somebody, burned down my house, and killed my butler. <laughs> you have a butler? Not anymore. Are you listening? He, says, he, he, he says, "Yeah, not anymore." He says, "Listen." And so I come. I came to the fight district. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stirring up, I'm stirring up sh- some shit here and there, and I. I figured I just, you know, hide out. You are a perpetual shit stirrer because your swords can stir shit by themselves because they, they're they're animated. He like he lifts up his his cloak, like in different like places, like he's like searching for something. He says, "You see my goddamn swords on me, man? They're gone. They took your swords." He he says, "I I fucking dropped them. I dropped them." Oh no. <laughs> Um, I have like an old normal rapier. Do do you want like like norm? Do you want this rapier? I got a normal one rapier. Yeah, yeah. he says yeah. He just he sort of snatches it from you, and then he like like holding it in one hand, he like kind of calls out into the street. Says, "Come out, come out, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> wait, 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 Bl- wait, Blossom. Did you have your swords like animate by themselves, and then when they hit the ground, they couldn't get up again? He says, "Yeah, that's." what happened hey blossom that sucks i'm sorry that happened to you can i write down use your herald powers he he he's glances at says, no no not here i don't want to be i want to be identified i don't want anybody coming for me um and he is the herald the stone Stone. herald herald yeah and the stone anchor cannot be tamed okay storm anchor cannot be tamed with mere circus correct but you didn't see that because you're a hero. You can't read. That message clearly has nothing to do with him. Correct. 
Um, Joe. Yeah. Joe, you hear uh, this crazy person uh, calling out, presumably to you. Um, you definitely saw them. I don't know that you were hunting them. They were probably a mark. Yeah, I think looking for gear. Right, right, right. Um, but he like, he like caught on and like freaked the fuck out in a way that you were not prepared for. Right. Um, did I see where the swords were dropped? Yeah, yeah. And they can... were not salvageable, right? This is this is what I will say. For for your knowledge, you he dropped three of them. Right. And he has a fourth still. Um, and he is lying about that. But three three hit the ground. Yeah. And you you've seen what they can do. Yeah. I think I feel like I'm looking for that fourth one and sneaking around. Uh yeah, give me give me a stealth. Uh thirteen plus ten, twenty-three. Oh, uh, with advantage? Uh, 26. 26. Big 2-6. Um, so, yeah, you're able to get pretty close to where uh, Blossom and the rest of them are standing. Um, he has, like, so you come around the corner, and he has stashed... Am I on the ground, though? It's up to you. I'd rather not be on the ground. Okay. Something um, might want to steal my boots. Yeah, so rooftop to rooftop. Um, you sneak, you're keeping low along the edge, um, and you can see Blossom, like, calling out in challenge to you, um, sort of just, like, flipping out, and you kind of, you catch a glimpse of, like, the, the kind of glow, like, the, the twinkle of a sword, and Blossom has very smartly, um, stashed it, he just, like, stuck it into the wall around the corner, like he ran around the corner and he jammed his sword into the wall on one side, and you know that they can fly on their own, so he could probably just have it activate. Right, because it's probably it's uh, attuned right. to him. Exactly, it's a, it's a, it's like him. Um, he's like set an ambush, so he's like expecting somebody to chase him around the corner and then pull the sword out and attack them from behind. Um. So can I and see where it these is? Other, these other three figures as well. All right, so I'm gonna set off um, the last item on my table, which is like a little pyrotechnic thing, mm-hmm. to like cause a distraction, and then I'm gonna go for that sword. I'm gonna like repel, like swing down, and and try to yank it out of the wall. Okay. Um. So the the pyrotechnic does it have any specific like saving throws or rolls or whatever, or is it just a distraction? No, it's just a distraction. Okay, cool. So this thing, this thing pops off. Above you guys, you hear this, like, firecracker go off suddenly. And Blossom just, like, shrinks back, like, flinches hard uh, as this thing goes off above you. What are you guys doing? I admire the fireworks. Admire the fireworks. I sigh and bury my head in my hands. (laughs) Wait, do we know it's just, like, a firework thing? Uh, No, it's just, like, a loud noise and, like, light. that. Ooh, a distraction! Fires off above you. From the table. From the table. The table knows magic. I'm got I'm assuming we're like startled. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Can I cast heroism on myself? Yeah, what does that do? I'm immune to being frightened and gain temporary hit points each turn. Oh nice. Um, so yeah, you you keep it together. So I think with that sort of prep work, Horace, if you could roll a perception and 
Uh, I don't. I, I guess I don't know how. So give give me a stealth with disadvantage, Joe. Like, what's your actual name? I have advantage. Okay, so then you're at you're you're flat then. You know, uh, nineteen plus ten. <laughs> that was a little big roll. Can I, as a reaction, up like counter press to digitate the fireworks? Try fire. You're gonna what now? You're gonna what are you doing? Adding more fireworks? <laughs> I want to counter sparkle with press to digitation. It's like I don't think you can counter sparkle. You can add more more sparkles to it. No, I'm just no, like, oh, you're gonna sparkle Joe. at me. I'll sparkle at you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You can absolutely. He's angry at the table. <laughs> this is absolute idiocy. But I rolled a nine for perception. Okay, so you. Um, actually, give, give me two with advantage. I mean, you're probably not going to be the 29, but, you know. 17. So, uh, Joe, you, what's what's your actual name? How do you pronounce it? It's uh, Kojin. Kojin. Okay. So, Kojin, you swing down and, like, like grab the... You, you basically, like, have this grappling hook uh, on the top of the building. You, like, swing down to grab this sword, and it's stuck in pretty damn good. So I'm going to get an athletics roll out of you. Um, Watch him. He's yeah, only going to roll an 18 this time. Good. Well, I, I have plus nothing to athletics, so. So raw 18. A uh, three. So you find yourself, like, you've made this, this like, acrobatic move to, like, slide down, swing down to the sword, and then you find it stuck in the wall. Um, and you hear Blossom yell out, Got you, you son of a bitch! And he starts. You, you, the three of you see Blossom just like run down the street. I run after him. Oh, this is this will be fun. <laughs> Theo and Horace, what are you doing? I begrudgingly follow. Not I just walk. I'm not running. <laughs> How far away is this new guy? Oh, uh, you don't see the new guy yet. So you don't. Uh, you know, Blossom is running down the street in a in like the back the direction he came. Oh, definitely follow. So you come around the corner, and you see Kojin. Uh, this, this. Well, actually, go ahead and describe yourself, Joe. So I am wearing patchwork like metal armor, and I have a a helm on that covers my whole face, and um, it's kind like of like no a, eye holes. There are there are eye holes. Okay. Um and uh but other than that, it's I'd say it's like kind of like shaped like the face of a dragon, but not really. Like it's like I it looks like it's definitely artisan handmade, whatever it is, and it's like pounded into like that shape. But it's it look, very it like extend out like a cubone mask? No, it's flat. Okay. <laughs> it's just like it's like if you made if like a child made a mask out of a paper plate, except it's made out of metal. Harrowhawk's immediately impressed. Um, and then so the dragon. the armor covers like like some pretty baggy like like a robe. It's like all tucked in underneath it. And yeah, it looks like it looks pretty like makeshift and bizarre. And there's like little like tubes running down my arms up to my hands and um yeah that's pretty much it 
a lot of rust coloration. <laughs> um, so you, uh, you're you try you're trying to pull the sword, and then then Blossom and the the other two come around the corner, and Blossom says, "All right, get down, get down. We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about why you burn my house down." I'm gonna try to. Can I jump? Is like the sword in sideways, or like how is it stabbed into this thing? Yeah, I was imagining it was like broadside up and down. So can I like use it like a like a springboard and try to like launch yes. myself back onto the roof? Yes, acrobatics, please. All right, let's see. Thirteen plus seven twenty. Yeah. So you so this is the this is the move that Kojin makes is to like reposition foot on the the sword and you spring back up under the roof so the you two see this uh horus and harrowhawk what are you what are you doing i turn to blossom and go hey hey blossom listen i know you have a lot going on right now and this has been a rough day for you but i think you should know this guy is way cooler than you <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see the springboard thing he just did uh, see, he's uh, Blossom says he tried. I think he tried to kill me. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Uh, and oh, the sword, the sword wiggles itself free from the wall. And oh no! And shoots up after uh, Kojin. Ah, that's pretty cool too, Blossom. All right. Like, <laughs> so there's a there's a booming voice that's just like, it's just like, God, I, it's like you know you do voices in a car and then you never do them again. <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. Uh-huh. So the yep. So the voice, the voice goes. Oh God, goes. I didn't burn your house down. The sword oh. stops, like inches from you on the roof, Kojin, and it's just like kind of hovering in front of your face, so it's just like still in the air. He says, "Well, what are you chasing me for then? You came on my territory." Like Blossom looks to you both the to the three of you, Theo, you've caught up at this point. He looks he's like, What do you do you guys know anything about the what is this his I thought this was the fight district. What's going on here? Oh, someone said the fight district someone's territory. Who said that? <laughs> right? Can, can we see him? Yeah. He's just on the roof, right? Yeah, he's on the roof, yeah. It was Duel's territory, right? Says, well this isn't Blossom says, "This is not. This is not dual. This is not dual." Oh, this guy says, "Oh, what's your hi, hi, new person here? Uh, I'm not Blossom. I'm um, what's your territory? The fight district." Well, he says it's the fight. Are you dual? Are oh shit, are you dual? (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh, there you go. Blossom like wrinkles his brow. He says. He just like doesn't have words. I'm gonna cast message and point to him. What does and message do? Just sends a like a sentence to you in your brain. I yeah, I have to whisper it, and you can whisper back, and only I can hear it. And so I say, uh, "The court of lilac is looking for you." I shout out, "Fuck the court of lilac!" What? That was, that was that was unprovoked. <laughs> okay, well, I know with that escalated so quickly. Uh, so, um Kojin has shouted out, fuck the court of lilac. Um Blossom says but when you say that, 
Blossom says, "Gentlemen, you can't fight here. This is the fight district." He says, "He says here, here. That okay? All right. Now we have some common ground." He says, "You say you didn't try to kill me?" No, I am here for the gear. Oh, he rhymes too. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn it! God, so cool. He Blossom says, "Well, how much gear can you get?" If it hits the ground, you know, that's it. That's it. That's what you think. Since there are better places to find marks. I I look down at him and I said, I'm not sure if that's true. He says, well, I guess if any, like the, the sword that was just like sort of pointing at you threateningly sort of sags a bit and you can see it's like sort of in, in, in one way or another sort of feather falling starting to feather fall down toward Blossom in front of you Kojin. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave it alone. My heart yeah. says to snag it. Um, <laughs> do I recognize Blossom for Blossom or the other three? The other three yes, I think now is like as you you observe them this there's been stories told about these three and a big bear man that you don't see for the past like couple of months, these guys are big deal. Fucking big whack deals. jobs, these guys are. <laughs> I swing, I swing down and land on my table. Oh, he's on yeah. the table, but the table's fine. <laughs> this is a different. <laughs> I, table. I don't think we can different take table. this guy. Different table. Different table. It's a new, a new table. Brand what? New. There's a new table. Yeah, yeah. The other one is still broken. I meant like the the tables in general. He landed on the table, and the table's fine. Oh, I see. What you mean. Oh, yeah. Didn't like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, he's shown mastery over the tables. I look at them. And I said, "I know you. Where is Grace?" They are missing in magic, as they like to say. What? They, she is not here, and here is a very, very big word in that sentence that I said. Where is she? Do not know. Just no clue. None, none, no clue. Just, just, um, magic bullshit happened. Divine aspect toaster mi- microwave mirror <laughs> i'm trying to see if any of these words click just I'm, toaster I'm, is not one that you have toaster um, microwave it plus. doesn't it doesn't work when you do it uh, as we've established <laughs> previously um my lack of understanding of what happened has like led to Harrowhawk just like give up on sentences is now just saying keywords to see if you get to react <laughs> on any of them <laughs> I think at this point my thaumaturgy runs off and I'm just like I'm just like, where is Grace? Where is she? I mean, uh, where is she? Oh, no one knows. Blossom, um, his sword finally floats down to him and like affixes itself to his back. And he says, how did you uh, know Grace? Grace and I are part of a group that um... You know, we steal stuff. Blossom sort of has like a, ah, uh, okay, expression on his face. Is she really gone? 
It, yeah, I built a memorial for her and everything, and I, uh, yo, uh, Lorg, Dorg, Borg. Lorg? Lorg, Lorg is very sad about it, and I think he still hates me, and it's understandable, but Grace didn't, Grace was kind of like off doing her own thing for a long time. I didn't know she was part of a group. Yeah, we meet up like every Tuesday night, and we share like stories and like our best steal for the week and then oh she had some good steals she had some really good steals yeah she had some really good steals oh she did the best steals she didn't do the best steals she did i don't know good I, I don't know if anyone showed me any better steals than grace's steals i like do like a spin and i just like show him all of my bullshit armor <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Grace had some really cool bullshit armor with her cloak. Uh, I fire a lightning bolt at the wall. <laughs> Carahawk also fires a lightning bolt at the wall. <laughs> now I like you. You I, I like. I uh, Eldritch Blast the table. This is great. <laughs> we should keep doing this. I, I, I'm going the table to you're, you're standing on, right? Oh, I do a flip. Can I do a flip? Yeah, acrobatics. Oh, you uh, five plus seven. <laughs> you you managed to leap. You managed to leap. Uh, what when the elder's blast hits the table, but you don't quite get into the flip. You kind of go, like you bring your legs up, like you're going to, and then you you manage to land I'm hard like, back down uh, on the table. On on the table. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, that table doesn't get destroyed. No, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna mark off that third level spell slot for the lightning bolt. What do I have on me? I'd rather not be on the ground. Wait, I thought you ruled the ground. I don't want to be on the ground. <laughs> I ruled the ground. Guys, is the floor lava? Yeah, you know that game. The floor is lava. <laughs> like it's pretty much what's happening here. Don't touch the floor with anything you don't want. Oh, uh, where's gone. is there like a ledge near me? What do you mean a ledge? Or like, there's like window sills. I grab, I grab onto a window sill as he yeah, yeah. says that. <laughs> oh wait, no, I cast a levitate on myself. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> I point at my cool ass boots and I say, I don't want these puppies to get touched by the on the ground. You know? Oh, you you don't want to scuff your Jordans. No, I do you know how many people have fallen for that table? I can't imagine anyone falling for that table ever, especially not today, especially not a couple hours ago. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> Can I write down uh, why not nor why are normal boots not affected? I think he only wants to take the stuff that he really likes and he doesn't want your shoes. Unless they're magic. Are you saying my shoes aren't cool enough? Oh, what? you're the feet. You're the guy who's afraid of feet. What? What? <laughs> he doesn't want people's boots because he's afraid of their feet. Who? What? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm just looking from person to person. Like, what is he talking about? That's yeah. Uh, what? Who? You, because you you steal everything but people's shoes because you're afraid of feet. No, I'm not the I'm not the entity that lives in the ground. I'm just a dude who likes to steal stuff. Yeah, except 
shoes. No, I stole <laughs> these shoes that I'm wearing. A likely story, but you have the shoes on because you can't bear to look at your own feet. This is the weirdest conversation I've ever been part of. Just shoot some more lightning. Thank you. Shoot some more lightning and make me like you again. Um, I shoot just uh just to a press a digitate. I'm already floating and ooh, can I do like press a digitate like do little sparks to push myself around as I float around? <laughs> like jet propul jet sure. propulsion. Sure. Alright, so are you blossom? Are you blossom? Oh blossom. I shake my head no. <laughs> I I also shake my head no. He kind of glances to the the others at first and then he says <clears throat> yes yeah i could tell from the sword um someone's trying to kill you he says i believe so yes so is it just the fact that i've been hunting you in here or other things like your house being burned down yeah he, he says oh no um i've definitely been um <clears throat> doing some things i shouldn't and i thought maybe the wrong people had caught on when I found my house burned and my butler killed. You were just a an unfortunate coincidence. Well, I've been watching you for days. He says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like nervously like kind of rubs the back of his neck. And if I can spy on you for a few days without you realizing who it is, then I'd stay in your hideout. Blossom like looks at you sort of like, with a grave expression, he says, yeah. Um, and that is when the first black fletched arrow flies oh, down the road and hits Blossom directly in the chest. And then he <gasps> sucks air and starts to fall backwards toward the ground. Oh my god. Can I, he's, can I quickly try to like grab his sword? <laughs> grab his sword? Yeah, as, he's, as he's falling? Can I grab him? <laughs> yeah. Like a 23. 23 sword is in your hand. Um, and uh, athletics or acrobatics, Theo, your choice. No, I choose nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I choose nothing. Does a five beat it? No. Is the worry about him touching the ground? Is that the worry? Yeah, that that was. Yeah, it. yeah. Can I also try to grab for him? So we're getting into a jumble. So, um, first Horace steps forward like he's going to grab Blossom and just pulls the sword out of the sheath on his back and like sort of steps to the side with a flourish. Theo rushes forward, um, and sort of, I think you 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 grab at the cloak. You get kind of mixed up in the, the the flow of the fabric like as he's falling backward um and so you're not grabbing at any human parts um kojin uh you would have to run for you like in front of blossom you to sort of run forward and catch him by the front um so i think same acrobatics or athletics your choice all right he's falling backwards oh, though right God, yeah two two plus seven <laughs> God damn. And so Blossom hits the ground with a thud. And there's almost like a, a strange silence that falls over the street. Like you know an arrow whizzed by. There's like a there's an imminent danger. You don't know where that came from yet. You're you haven't yet assessed that situation. But Blossom hitting the ground is in itself terrifying. And 
you hear like the like slight wheezing of Blossom, but you can see he's kind of holding the arrow in his chest. He is looking to all of you, sort of questioning whether he should get up. Is he? Does he look like he's at zero? Or no, no, he's he is conscious. Okay, just a bitch. He's not. He doesn't feel very good about the arrow in his chest. Okay. Oh, the arrow in his chest, or the fact that he hit the ground. I think it's both. Okay. <laughs> Harrowhawk is trying to do the mid-air swim thing to get over, and that's why he did not successfully try to catch Blossom. <laughs> no way. I take a step back away from Blossom. Is the arrow magical? It does not appear to be magical. Can I tell if it was laced with a poison of some sort? By just looking at it? No. I'll give it a good sniff. Maybe a nature check? Um, so it's still in his chest, but yeah, give me a nature check. Uh, 20. Yeah, so just looking at the wound, like the entry point, um, there's something about this arrow, be it, I think with your nature check, you you can tell that it's not poison, but it also doesn't appear to be magical. You as Theodore, like that's all the information that you have, I think, about that. But there's something about this arrow, arrow specifically that is bad, but it isn't poison. Okay, well, try and ID where the arrow came from. Um, is anybody, anybody doing anything to Blossom? I was going to cast Spare the Dying if he was dying, but it doesn't look like he's dying at the moment. Not quite yet, no. Can I cast Cure Wounds? Yeah. Blossom, watch out, it's casting a spell on you. I feel what this would look like is maybe I'm trying to remove the arrow while cauterizing the wounds with my palm. Does that make sense? I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what this would look like for for like or like maybe I have like some sort of like healing salve or something. So do you step down onto the street in order to do this? Am I on the table still? I'm well I guess I guess in order to to chase like try and catch him, I guess you would have already done that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So cast the Cure Wounds, you said? Yeah, 1d8 plus 4. 4 plus 4 is 8. Wait, Joe, what race is your character? Human. Oh, okay. He's masked. That's his race. You don't know. He has a mask on, so you're not entirely sure. Oh, oh, I just meant like, for some reason, I mixed up Infiltrator mode. I thought it was Warforged, and I'm like, wait, you never said that. And now it's starting to sound like an artificer. Uh, Does it look like that spell affected him? Yes. It does look like it looks like Blossom was very much, very, very close to being dead from this arrow. I think you would probably guess that the arrow was manufactured to do just that, but did not was not successful. Um, not fully successful. Very close. So uh do we like drag him out now? Right. So Harrowhawk, you were going to be looking for um the source of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, when you look down the street from where the arrow came, you don't immediately see any attackers, but you do see the VMOD has returned. You, it may be a different one, you're not sure, uh, but it is. there is a VMOD at the end of the street again. I don't like the look of that thing. Um, I, ooh, can I like do a... Uh, you know how when a swimmer is doing laps in a pool and they do like the flip kick off of a wall? Mm-hmm. To like 
swim out to something? Can I do that on a wall and try and like rocket myself down the alley? Yeah, roll uh, acrobatics. I'm gonna blade song to give myself advantage on this. Cause it's go time. Oh boy, that is a uh, fourteen. What did you roll on the die? A ten. Okay. Um, so yeah, you're able to just like kick off the wall and float toward the the Vmont. Um, and as you kind of you're suspended in air, a sort of horizontal in the air as you're floating toward the the Vmont. And then yellow writing starts to appear from the bottom corner. Oh, of course. <laughs> and a single word uh, appears there. I kick uh, it. And you, you are, you, Harrowhawk, are the only one um, who witnesses that. I, I, I reach back to try and kick it with, my, um, technically, my kicks are now magical. Technically, <laughs> my kicks are magical because uh, my um one of the eldritch tattoos, the uh, eldritch claw, gives me like plus one magic uh, unarmed strikes. Do you grow claws out of your feet? Um, give me um eldritch claw tattoo. Uh, uh, while tattoo is on your skin, your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purpose of overcoming com- immunity and resistance to non-magical attacks. Um, they, they depict claw-like forms and other jagged shapes. Um, it doesn't specifically say, but I also have the coiling grasp tattoo, so I figured, and but when like I combine the effects of these, I can like attack things from like fifteen feet out using my sword. So I'm imagining like these are all like very like shadowy vines. So I'm imagining that it's like when I do this, like shadowy vines cover my leg as I come around for a, a kick that is technically magical. <laughs> magical technical kick. The best type of magical uh, magical kick. So yeah, the the way I see this just before your magical kick is you've kind of floated levitate style so it's not like a fast float uh i've michael phelps over there because i well not that fast because i went over 14 you've kicked off the wall and kind of floated directly toward this v-mont this is sort of the third person perspective right so we got this from the perspective of uh harrowhawk where he saw the lettering come up floating head first sort of slowly twisting as you do like ready ready falcon right (laughs) And you're about to come up for your your come around for your kick, mm-hmm. and the yellow lettering pops up. Um, whatever runic symbols make up the speak, and it says, "Run." Is Beaker around? Are you gonna ask if my duck can read? Yeah, I'm just wondering <laughs> if your duck can read. <laughs> McMallet's old-fashioned RPG is Pat O'Malley as Theodore Gleam, Mitchell Wyatt as our DM, Nick O'Malley as Harrowhawk of the Quetzic, Aaron McDevitt as Horace Tharm, and Joe McDonough as Uther Thorborn. 
We do not advertise this podcast. It is all done by word of mouth. So if you like what you heard, uh, please spread the word around. And if you happen to have some time, you can rate this podcast on iTunes. Apparently, it really helps or something. If you would like to contact us, you could send us an email at mcmalletspodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word. We would really love to hear from you. Um, Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you all in a few weeks. See you soon.